This is the Nikudah Behechola for Parshas Bechu Koisai, Volume 17, Sicha B, titled Amping It Up. This week's Torah portion begins with the rewards for if you follow my statutes and observe my commandments and perform them. With the emphasis being on, as Rashi says, it means that you must toil in the study of Torah. Among them is one of the rewards, I will turn towards you and I will make you fruitful and I will increase you. Upon which Rashi comments, I will turn away from all my affairs to pay your reward. To what may this be compared? A king who hired some workers, etc. as taught in Torah Kohanim. So I'm going to go on a footnote here and read to you the entire metaphor as it is in Torah Kohanim. Only one of whom worked for him for a long time, while all the others did not. When they presented themselves to receive payment, the king quickly paid the others a small amount, while to the one who worked long, he said, they worked merely a little for me. But with you, I must now turn my attention to calculate and substantial, the substantial amount that I owe you. Likewise, God will quickly pay the nations the small amount he owes them for their little good deeds, and then he will turn his attention, as it were, to the Jewish people to calculate their great reward. So that is the entire teaching of the Torah Kohanim. Now, the reason why Rashi comments at all here is simply because the statement of reward should have been placed in the beginning of listing the rewards that God would do so in a fashion of, quote, turn away from all my affairs, end quote. For this reason, Rashi does not just explain what the words mean, but goes on with the metaphor of a king, God, hiring workers, and among them being a worker who works beyond just a regular worker, and how his payment is different, both quantitatively, I will make you fruitful, Rashi says bringing, being fruitful and multiplying, and qualitatively, and I will increase you, Rashi defines it as dignity of stature. And with this, Rashi is telling us that there is the first state of serving God, which brings all the blessings up to this verse. However, the verses are now speaking of that one worker who works for the king beyond the level of just a regular worker. And hence, his reward is on the whole different level of, quote, I will turn away from all my affairs to pay you to pay you your reward, end quote. And to understand this, Rashi emphasizes that we are speaking of a king, and hence the question, for regular works of the kingdom, why does the king need to hire and give reward? For the regular duties, a subject is obligated to his king. He gets no reward. However, hence we are speaking here of above and beyond the obligatory duties for which the king does give a reward. And even amongst these workers, there are the regular workers, which is, as Maimonides defines, the pious amongst the Gentiles who will merit a share in the world to come. And then there is the one worker, the Jews who, quote, toil in the study of Torah, including therein is toiling in observance of mitzvot, whose reward is not just in the category of God taking care of his quote-unquote affairs, but rather God is, quote, turn away from all my affairs 
and is hereby giving his, quote, I will, his very essence. And this relationship and oneness with his essence is the ultimate reward for when one toils in the service of God. When one toils, one is stepping out of his normal affairs, so too all of creation, including the rewards of ordinary service to God, are all within the ray and revelation of God's light, and hence is not him, God's essence, but his attending to his affairs. However, when one serves God in a level of toil in which he is stepping out of the boundaries of norm and giving, and instead is reaching in and giving his essence in the service of God, then God responds with the reward being God turning away from a relationship of just God's affairs and brings into the relationship his I essence. However, being that we are now speaking of the ultimate relation of fusing with the I essence of God, A, why does the verse go on to list more physical rewards? And B, how can you call this a reward, which in itself denotes that it is but another one of the affairs that God needs to attend to? The answers are, A, precisely as we are speaking here of the essence of God, in which spiritual and physical are equal, without the essence being limited to expressing itself only in the spiritual, hence the rewards are also physical. B. Even within the toilers, there are two standards. If a person toils in a service with God because he wants to have an essence relationship, he is still stuck in the I want, lacking in giving his essence into his toiling. Hence, he is experiencing only a reward of God's essence. However, the one who toils with no ulterior motive but to serve God, he experiences the true essence relationship with God and not just as a reward.